0: Well, hello. This is Pass It to Patrick. I'm your host Patrick Cassidy. Uh, We have a sports podcast for you guys today. Very interesting. A lot of different points we're going to get to. A lot of different stuff we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about uh, Super Bowl preview Buccaneers versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Those teams will duke it out um, in the Super Bowl. We got Tom Brady trying to get that seventh ring that's our story, uh, number two. Number three is Andy Reid, the best head coach in the NFL, why I think he is, and Matthew Stafford, potential teams. Washington is one of those. I'll tell you why the Patriots are a contender, too. We have the Texans will take a quarterback in the draft. I believe they will. Deshaun Watson is on his way out of town. My top five quarterbacks in the draft. We'll get into that. And number seven. The Pelicans are open to trading Lonzo Ball and J.J. Redick, why I think that is a smart move. So buckle up everyone, this is Pass It to Patrick, and let's get into it. I want to start with this today, the Super Bowl preview, Buccaneers versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Some crazy headlines heading into this game, one of which is Patrick Mahomes, how healthy is he, um, with that toe injury, and we know he cleared concussion protocol, Um Hopefully he will be 100% to go into this game. I think the biggest misconception is that the concussion protocol, some people think it was a little too quick. Um, I disagree. I think that um, they wouldn't have let him play if he didn't uh, pass everything. So that's an uh, interesting storyline heading into the game. And then Tom Brady, him and Patrick Mahomes duking it out. Tom Brady, he will try to get that seventh ring During in the Super Bowl, Um, he put out a nice little video of him and Gronk uh, doing what they do. (laughs) Uh, They remade that video that they made a couple years back, and uh, if you haven't watched it, go check it out because it's a really funny video. And uh, I I think it's going to be a good game. A lot of different headlines heading into it, but I have the Chiefs winning just because the Patriots, or I mean. Tom Brady played on the Patriots so long, excuse me, I'm thinking he's still on that team. Uh, I'm not used to seeing uh, Brady in a Buccaneers uniform still, um, but I think the the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers will lose to the Kansas City Chiefs just because you can't beat that Tyreek Hill-Travis-Kelsey combo, probably one of the best combos we have in football right now. Very interesting topic, too, because Scotty Miller... A wideout for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers said he could beat Tyreek Hill um, in a foot race. And uh, I don't buy that. Tyreek Hill is the cheetah. He is the fastest player currently in the NFL. So, you know, a little smack talk going on. Not too much smack talk, but that's a little something to keep an eye on. We'll see if that uh, blossoms into anything (laughs) that we uh, need to talk about on uh, the show. But, you know, the Travis Kelsey Tyreek Hill combo is something special there haven't been too many tight end wide receiver duos in the NFL history that have been able to do what they have done and you know a lot of teams wish they had that combo because it is very 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 special against Buffalo Travis Kelsey had 13 receptions 118 yards um, and 2 TDs very 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 good stats for him um, him and Tyreek Hill teaming up. You can't stop it. I don't believe the Tampa Bay Buccaneers will be able to stop that combo. 9 receptions for Tyreek Hill, 172 yards, 0 TDs, but huge X factor in that game. If you watch that game, it was uh it was an exciting game. He's the those guys are the X factor and then you throw Mahomes in there. I believe Mahomes should stop running. One injury and he is out. That is something I believe very strongly on. I, was a, I, was, I experienced the RG3 era in Washington. And all I can say is, if you got a young quarterback, be careful. Be, be careful. So it's an exciting Super Bowl matchup. I have the Chiefs winning. We'll see what happens. We'll break it down the closer the Super Bowl gets uh, to us. I want to get into this topic, though, talking about Aaron Rodgers and that game. Now, there's so much talk about, you know, he should have went for it. Matt LaFleur should have went for it on fourth down. And Aaron Rodgers, you know, go for it on fourth down. He's, the, he's a clutch X-factor. No, he's not. No, he's not. Aaron Rodgers isn't a clutch X-factor anymore. I'm sorry, he's not. He's an MVP candidate for sure. But he, Matt LaFleur gave him three tries to get in the end zone. He gave him 3 tries and what happened? Nothing. Nothing happened. Matt LaFleur is not a bad coach at all for kicking the field goal and putting more trust in his defense, which is a good defense. They had their issues that game, but he is not a bad coach for what he did. He put he put Aaron Rodgers in said, "Hey buddy, go get go get a touchdown." You know, y'all give you three attempts, go get a touchdown. But Aaron Rodgers couldn't get one. And I'm sorry, but if you're in Aaron Rodgers and you have an open lane to run to get it to the first, like, a yard away from the end zone, you take off and you run, okay? I mean, you run. Because, you know, it's the Super Bowl. It's not just to, like, get into the playoffs, you know, another time or, you know... He's not you're not a young guy, Aaron Rodgers. You're not a young guy. You need to put your body on the line to get to this Super Bowl. And for you to just to kind of, you know, dirt it and then after the game come in and be like, "Uh, I don't know my future. I don't really know the guy's future. Like, yeah, whatever. Like, no, nah, man, grow up. It's not everything's about you, okay? Not everything's about you. You're acting a little bit like a diva. He is, he's acting like a diva. Big mistake from Aaron Rodgers not to take off and run it that that for me was huge because Aaron Rodgers when he wants to be is an X factor and you know he's not going to go anywhere honestly it was a game they lost you're emotional after a game everyone says stuff that you know they don't mean so like i think he's just going to pout and, you know, I think he's going to play another, like, couple of years in Packers, and then he'll make his big move. I want to try a year in San Francisco. He'll go there. We'll see what happens. But don't don't go blaming Matt LaFleur. Don't. he? They've given Rodgers everything he needs. They've given him Devontae Adams. They've given him uh, Aaron Jones a good running back. They gave him a good defense. Don't go blaming Matt LaFleur and let Aaron Rodgers get off the hook. This is on you, Aaron. This is on you. This is on you. I watched that game. You got to run it, buddy. Got to put your head down. Got to run it. You know, that's it. (laughs) Some big news with uh, Matthew Stafford, the potential teams. Uh, We're going to talk about which teams that I think he'll go to. Starting off, I think Washington has a very, very good shot at getting Matthew Stafford. The GM just got hired that drafted Matthew Stafford uh, in Detroit for Washington. So he's there in Washington, kind of, you know, setting those pillars of what that franchise, what he wants it to be. So I I think Matthew Stafford could go to that team. They have a lot of good weapons. They got Terry McLaurin. That defense is up and coming. Very good defense. Um, Ron Rivera's got those guys playing good football. This next year is going to be a pivotal year for the Washington football team. They still don't have a name, but, you know, they could get the quarterback. They could they could take Matthew Stafford. I think he would prosper in Washington. It is a little dysfunctional. You know, I'm not going to sit here and say it's not dysfunctional. It's dysfunctional. But I think he would do really well in the burgundy and gold. And, you know, Detroit's wasted a lot of his career. They really have. They've wasted a lot of it. They haven't gotten him... You know, after Calvin... Besides Calvin Johnson, who have they really gotten for him? I don't... I don't think of anybody that's actually, like, stood out wide receiver-wise. That's the story of Detroit, though. We won't get into that. But Detroit's wasted his career. It's time for him to start up somewhere. Uh, Washington, I think he'd be a good fit there. Ron Rivera, those guys, they could get him playing some good football there in Washington. Colts are my next team. I believe the Indianapolis Colts have a good shot at getting him. They had Philip Rivers. They they kind of underachieved. They made it to the playoffs, so they did decent. But you know, Philip, I think Colts w- would take a chance on uh, Matthew Stafford. They they definitely have some good weapons for him to throw to. You know, they got uh, they got some guys, T. Y. Hilton, Zach Pascal some decent receivers. So I I think that he would honestly do very well uh for the Colts. I mean, that's that's of course if the Colts want to take a chance and get him or if they want to do something crazy and move up in the draft and take someone. The Colts could very well do that. They could very well say we're just going to move up, we're not going to take a chance on the old guy, let's move up, let's get Trey Lance. Let's take a chance on Zach Wilson, try and get somebody mid-round. I don't think the I don't think anybody is hardly going to get into that top 5 position though to get a quarterback like the top 5 picks, honestly, I see them going. Um, Deshaun Watson's really the only incentive to get into that top 5 to me. Unless you were willing to give up a haul and take a chance. So the Colts, I think are a contender, Washington the Colts. Another team to keep an eye on is the Patriots, the New England Patriots. Bill Belichick needs that replacement. Okay. This last year has shown us a couple things. One being <laughs> the system, yeah, whatever. Uh Tom Brady, he was the X factor for uh, New England. Yeah, you know. He was. Don't 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 fool, fool yourselves into into thinking that the New England Patriots system is what won you those Super Bowls Tom Brady won you those Super Bowls that's what won you those Super Bowls what he's done in Tampa I mean come on one year there it's crazy and the Patriots they have an uphill battle to recover from the Tom Brady era they literally have to start from the bottom and work their way back up. I think Matthew Stafford is a smart pickup for the Patriots. Cam Newton didn't work out. Um, they got to find some stability. Matthew Stafford would be a decent quarterback. I think the Patriots are a front runner for him. Honestly, I think they're my number one team. Moving them up, you know, number one because it's probably the most appealing situation for Matthew Stafford too. A stable organization. No offense against Washington or some of these teams like the Jets or, you know, the Bears or the Texans. But they're a little dysfunctional, okay? So, like, the best situation for Matthew Stafford is New England. It's true. It's New England. So, you know, they got some good weapons there. And we'll see what happens. But, you know, that's one of my teams. The Patriots would be a decent spot for him. Uh, The next team is the 49ers, 49ers, Kyle Shanahan. He's uh, looking for his guy. Jimmy Garoppolo, he's going to be on his way out, I believe. Uh, They need a X-Factor quarterback. So The Matthew Stafford 49ers could potentially happen. Um, They have a lot of good receivers there. The thing about the 49ers is, besides Kettle you you got to start weighing out where you want to go if you're a San Francisco like the, fran- the franchise has to weigh out where they want to go because they could you know get Matthew Stafford but he's a little bit older you're going to end up taking another quarterback then in like a couple years the most you could get out of Stafford I think is a few years that's it and then you got to take a guy so the 49ers I don't have them as my top pick because I believe they would just you know if it was up to me and it was Matthew Stafford and Jimmy Garoppolo, of course I'd take Stafford, but I see a lot of 49er fans being loyal to Jimmy G. So, they're not my top team to get him. The Texans are honestly ahead of the 49ers. They're a dysfunctional team. But the Texans have one thing. Deshaun Watson, and he wants out. And that team is going to be Desperate. If I was the Texans, I would trade Deshaun for three first rounders, two second rounders, and I'd sign. I trade some. I trade turn around trade a second rounder to Detroit for Matthew Stafford. Maybe throw in a fifth rounder to get Matthew Stafford to Texas, because the Texans are in this weird spot of: Are we going to go full dysfunctional? Are we going to try and salvage this, or are we just going to try and build it back up? The Texans are in Texans are in a weird spot right now. I think Matthew Stafford would bring a lot of stabi- stability to that uh, franchise. I mean because Deshaun Watson, you got the mayor text tweeting, "Stay with us Deshaun, stay with us." He's not staying, he's leaving. It's time to let it go. But I think Matthew Stafford would bring a lot of uh, a lot of comfort knowing you'd at least have a guy, a guy that throws the ball. So Texans are higher on the list than the 49ers. My next team to consider, and throwing it out there, is the Bears. Uh, they're going to move on from Mitch Trubisky. They've seen what he has, and Nick Foles. Um, well, there. okay, I should say there is talk about keeping Mitchell Trubisky. But, come on. <laughs> what did he really show you? Besides that he can get to the playoffs. Matthew Stafford? We have yet to see a reliable you know, source of how he does in the playoffs. For all we know, he could be math playoff Stafford, you know? He could be amazing in the playoffs. Why wouldn't you want to just take a risk on Matthew Stafford? See what he can do in the playoffs. And I would, I you know, if I'm the Bears, I let Mitchell Trubisky walk. I keep Nick Foles as the backup, even though that contract, I do not love it. And I bring in Matthew Stafford. He'll have a little chip on his shoulder, motivation, beat the... Lions, you know, you'll have that whole thing going on. So that's that's an option to consider too. Uh, next team uh, to think about for him is the Saints. They are currently Drew Brees is going to retire, so they currently will have Jameis Winston. Um, they got Taysom Hill on the roster too, Trevor Samian. So they they need a guy uh, that can come in. Matthew Stafford got a good arm, I think. You bring him in maybe to compete with those guys. Yeah, Saints are, you know, Saints are a decent team. They could give up some picks to get him. I don't think you're gonna have to pay a King's ransom for Stafford. I think the Detroit Lions will honestly just take what they can get. So that's a that's an option for them to consider. The Broncos are another option. They got Jerry Judy, Von Miller, they could make a, you know they're gonna make a potential run to the playoffs if they could just get that quarterback right. So Matthew Stafford. Going to the Broncos wouldn't be a bad thing. The only problem with that is you have to weigh out how successful would he be. The Broncos need to weigh this out if he went to the same division as, you know, Derek Carr, Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes. Like the Broncos are in a weird spot on their own. So yeah, those are some teams that I think Matthew Stafford could go to and potentially be successful. We'll see what happens. We'll see if those teams take a chance on him. Honestly, I think the Patriots Washington, and the Texans are my top three choices of where he's going to go. But that's going to be a rebuild process either way for the Lions, you know? So, yeah, we'll see what happens. It's going to be interesting as the draft gets closer. My next topic that I want to get into is speaking further on the Texans' situations. If the Texans don't end up getting Matthew Stafford, will they take a quarterback? I'm not too sure, because currently, if the Texans were to trade Deshaun Watson to the Jets, they would get the second pick. So it would go Trevor Lawrence, and I believe the Texans would take Zach Wilson ahead of Justin Fields. Justin Fields is slipping a little bit, and Trey Lance, they would take Zach Wilson. I see that as a likely possibility for Uh, that that scenario because Zach Wilson is a good QB he's 6'3 210 pounds he's moving up in the draft he's making his way to the second best quarterback in this draft which is crazy because of Justin Fields Justin Fields uh, potential so Zach Wilson uh, will go number two to the Texans and they would have their rebuilding process because let's be real the Texans as much as they would want to take Matthew Stafford, I think personally that they want to rebuild a little bit um, and get some guys in there that they can grow with and you know have Zach Wilson grow because the culture, they're going to need to pull a, a 180 and just change the culture. If you bring Matthew Stafford in, that'll take a year of adjusting, that'll take a couple years of him getting used to the guys there. Working on that chemistry. And then you just have to draft a guy because you know he'd be older. But it's interesting to follow. We'll see what happens. Um, personally, I think the Texans should do both. I think they should. Trade Sean Watson. Get Zach Wilson. Trade for Matthew Stafford. Have Zach Wilson sit behind Matthew Stafford. <laughs> that's a lot I know to take in. But I think that's what they should do. I think that would be the smart move for them. Like reassure that position like make sure it's secure so my top five quarterbacks uh this year so far it's not changed too much I got Trevor Lawrence one Zach Wilson's two Justin Fields three Trey Lance four Mac Jones five there's been talk and speculation that the Patriots are going to take Mac Jones in the draft I don't see it happening I got them taking Kyle Pitts uh tight end from Florida, 6'6", 240 pounds. I think that's a likely spot for him to go. You know, the Steelers, they pick 24. They're going to need a quarterback. So I could see them taking a chance on Lance. Maybe move up a couple spots if he falls to the mid-round. Could happen. Not too sure. You know, Teddy Bridgewater could stay with the Panthers. I see a lot of uh, guys got Trey Lance going to the Panthers, but I don't know you think Matt Rule want to decide on a quarterback this early? If Teddy Bridgewater is capable, why not take some defense? See if you can get a good receiver. So it'll be interesting to see what these teams do, how they rebuild, what the Texans will do, Matthew Stafford, where he'll go. As soon as the draft starts getting closer and things start picking up, I mean, it's an exciting time in football. The the offseason is honestly one of the best times for me in football because there's so many things happening. Uh, Teams trading around picks, them doing this, that. Very, very, very exciting stuff. And, you know, we'll keep an eye on it. In other news, moving on to the NBA, Lonzo Ball and J.J. Redick. Reportedly, the Pelicans have been open to dealing them too. They have had discussions with uh, the Warriors about Kelly Oubre Jr., and, you know, that would be a good trade. I think it would be. We've seen what Lonzo has done. J.J. Reddick's a little older. That's Zion's team moving forward. This would not be a bad trade for either team. Pelicans would get a athletic, you know, guy who can get up to the rim, make some plays, playmaker. Lonzo Ball would go to a team where he can learn, too. Clay Thompson is currently out. Lonzo and JJ Reddick come in and really give Steph some backup uh at that guard uh position. I don't think this would be a bad trade. Honestly, if it was me, I would try and trade Ingram too. Honestly, I think everyone to me personally, everyone's up for grabs except Zion. We got to they got to build a team here. Brandon Ingram's a, a good piece, but if you could get you know, I don't want to say this is out of the scenario too. Listen to this. What if the Pelicans were to put a package together to get DeMar DeRozan? Let's say they get Brandon Ingram and JJ Redick. Say, "Here you go San Antonio, here's some depth. Work with Brandon Ingram. Just give us DeMar." I think that'd be scary, you know. I think it'd be scary. Uh, you know, the the Pelicans have some capital here that they can get some good players for. Bradley Beal's also open. If the Pelicans are looking to make a trade that's going to be the best case scenario for them, Lonzo, JJ Redick, and Brandon Ingram all should be up for grabs. And if it was me, I would try and get Bradley Beal, DeMar DeRozan, one of those guys, even a Zach Levine, another playmaker, man, (laughs) another guy that can put up 20 a game, just 20 because Lonzo Ball's good. He's a good passer, but I think he needs to honestly learn a little bit more, never stop growing. Never stop growing if you're in the NBA. It's especially key in the NBA to always keep your game evolving, you know? Always keep it evolving, learning new things. LeBron changed his game when the league was moving away from him. Steph Curry came in, changed the league, but he, he's also changed too. And, you know, these guys, they if you want to get better, you always got to keep evolving. So I think Lonzo Ball would be smart to switch things up, you know, and get on the Warriors and learn a little bit. That's not a bad thing uh, to think about, really. On my Instagram post, I you know, put my top eight NBA players who could be on the move. Victor Oladipo's on that list. You know, Move him around a little bit, that's an option. Marcus Smart potentially could be on the move. All these options could benefit Zion. Right now, I think it's time to cut your losses with Lonzo. And JJ Redick. They're not bad players at all. They're not. Not bad players at all. Brandon Ingram is, of course, a good player, playing some good basketball recently. His last three games 30 points, 23, and 17. So his last game, he scored 30 points, four rebounds, two assists. That's great. That scoring is great, but you need a distributor. Okay, you need a distributor for Zion. That's just my opinion. It really is. Because as good as Lonzo Ball is, seven assists, five assists, four assists, last three games, that's not getting it done. If I am the New Orleans Pelicans, I try and get somebody who can distribute the ball or another playmaker that you know. Last three games for Marcus Smart, 11 assists, 9 assists, 7 assists. Better than Lonzo. Better. And I would take that because Zion's going to get you some points. If it's all possible, yeah, keep Brandon Ingram. If it's at all possible. If you can get Lon- trade Lonzo and J.J. Redick somewhere to, to one of these teams or you can get a distributor, very important. I don't think the Kelly Oubre trade... I don't think it benefits the Pelicans. He's a good player. He'd be a good playmaker on that team, but you already have Brandon Ingram for that. If you're going to do that, just keep Brandon Ingram. I'd say move move to Mar- get Marcus Smart, Victor Oladipo, or Bradley Beal. I know who would like Bradley Beal. I know the Lakers would like Bradley Beal because that guy's just hes playing out of his mind lately. I mean, dear God, he's a good player. <laughs> The Lakers would like him. Here's the last three games for Bradley Beal: thirty-three points, thirty-one points, thirty-four points. <laughs> Somebody save this guy. Somebody save him from uh, Washington, because he's a stud. So the, that's just a little bit of the recent NBA trade rumors that are going around. It'll be basketball is always interesting to keep an eye on uh, when it re- regarding trades and different things like that. So that's always a, a good thing to keep an eye on. Uh, LeBron James, if you're going to talk NBA, you're going to talk NBA. You're going to bring up LeBron James. (laughs) Reportedly, uh, well, not reportedly, it happened. There was a Cavs executive who heckled LeBron James when he missed a shot. LeBron stared him down, came out, crushed it. I forget how many points he scored in a row, but I think it was like 20-something. Lakers won. (laughs) Stop it with the laughing at LeBron and trying to say he's not as good as Jordan I'm not going to get into the debate because I've said before on this podcast I don't want to talk about Jordan versus LeBron that's not what we're going to do here Uh, maybe my opinion will change but so far LeBron's story is being written still it's still progressively growing like his story if he wins another couple titles then we can talk but I honestly will not discuss that topic because I believe that it's a dated topic, <laughs> but the Lakers are playing really good basketball right now. Anthony Davis is putting up some decent numbers. His points, hes he's been a little inconsistent this year, 17, 37, and 18 points the last three games. He's been a little inconsistent, but he, he's going to figure it out. That guy's a stud too. He's... He's playing great basketball. He'll figure it out. He'll get back on track. So, interesting topics, uh, interesting days ahead in the NBA with free agency and different things. So, keep an eye on that and uh, we're going to get into another topic here. ESPN, Tampa Bay Buccaneers Bruce Arians won't retire even at even with Super Bowl win. He has said, "No, I am going for 2." So he's going to go for two rings. All right. (laughs) Slow your roll, Bruce Arians. You're going to win one. I think that's all the Buccaneers are going to win. This isn't the start of a new dynasty. This isn't. This is Tom Brady. This is his story. And he can get that seventh ring. And I don't believe that the Buccaneers will win another one. If they win one this year, I believe it's a one-and-done situation. Because Tom Brady... Despite him beating father time despite all that, despite him being the goat because he is in a conversation with just himself, we can't compare him to anyone despite all that, he is older. He is He's in his 40s. all right I, I honestly believe this if he wins one more he's retiring. I do I think it I think it it might be time. Why would he want to stay and keep going until the the play goes down? If I'm him, I win one more. I call it good. Now, if you don't win this year, I think there's potential to win it next year. I do. Tom Brady's play won't be as precise. And I know people say, don't doubt Tom Brady. He's one of the greatest. That's true. He is. and But he is older. So Bruce Arians, I know you want to win multiple rings, but I believe you're only going to be able to win one with Brady. Now, whether you draft someone after next year, if you're don't pull if you don't make the playoffs or something happens and you win one more, sure, awesome. Have that motivation to go for two. But Brady is older, and I believe that he will only get one, and that's not a bad thing. Okay, that's not a bad thing. Brady has had an amazing career, and this is just like one of those topics too that you could talk about for hours. But some people have been saying the goat debate, they've been projecting. Patrick Mahomes is the goat already? No, he's not. Pump the brakes, just like Bruce Arians should. No, he is not. Tom Brady is the goat. At this moment, he is the goat. You can't say that Patrick Mahomes in 10 years will have eight Super Bowl rings, and he'll be the goat. It has yet to be seen. It has yet to be seen. And just like I brought up early in, earlier in the show... These teams need to tell their young quarterbacks to sit down and don't run. <laughs> Mahomes, he got hurt because he extended the play. That's great. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna go all out. I'm gonna dive headfirst into these 300-pound linemen that run a 4-4. No, you stay in the pocket. You make those throws. If I'm a GM, I'm a coach. I'm telling my player to do that because they have too much too much money's at stake too much success in the future's a mistake like if let's say Mahomes wins this one but to do it like of course you're going to go all out let's say he wins this one and next year he's running and he dives you know it's week like 7 he dives and everyone's like oh yeah oh he's the you know he's a player's player he dove in head first he, he goes all out that's what i like to see so you want to see your quarterback retiring in 8 years only having a couple rings, banged up knee. No, 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 no. You want him to play his full 10 years and then maybe play another five. <laughs> you want to resign him then for five years. And you want to get as many rings as you can. This is where Kansas City needs to capitalize on Mahomes. And they need to tell him to stop running, just like Brady. You know, granted, it helps Brady isn't that mobile. But what Brady, he has shown you the formula. Sit in that pocket. Throw that ball. The big games, yes, run it, go all out. And this is what we talked about with Aaron Rodgers, especially because Aaron Rodgers is older. You should have run it, Rodgers, and you would be in, potentially be in the Super Bowl. There was still a lot of time left, so Brady would have got the ball, but you know that's another topic. But Mahomes, stay in the pocket, make the safe throw, learn from Brady. Josh Allen, stay in the pocket, make the safe throw. Take it from a Washington Washington fan who watched RG3. Granted, RG3's personality, you know, that dysfunction in Washington, that all played a part in it, but I'll tell you what. That rookie year, he was on fire, but he went too hard. He went way too hard. And Patrick Mahomes and all these young quarterbacks, they got to learn. Get out of bounds. Don't run it. Stay in the pocket, check down, throw, check down, throw, check down, nickel and dime that team up the field. Like checking down the ball is not a bad thing. <laughs> it's not a bad thing. Brady's made a living doing that. So it's going to be an amazing Super Bowl. It's going to be a fun time. I can't wait to watch it. We're going to get more into the Super Bowl and storylines um, this in the coming episodes in the coming weeks. Uh, I think I don't even know how far the Super Bowl out is. Let me look. This is terrible, but I'm looking right now. Hold on. It's Sunday, February 7th at 5 30 p.m. So it's going to be an amazing game. The best two teams. I was telling people leading up to it I don't want Brady versus Josh Allen. Brady would roll over him. Yeah, he would, Buffalo. Sorry. Um, Packers. Versus Allen, that would have kind of been boring. What we got was awesome. As long as the Chiefs were in it versus the Packers or Brady, is an awesome Super Bowl. But the storylines, ugh, there's so many storylines to get into. Trying to figure out this show and what we were, what I was going to talk about was kind of hard because there's a lot of storylines going on in the NBA, NFL, and the Super Bowl alone. <laughs> Multiple storylines. So I can't wait to watch this game. It's going to be a fun game. Ratings are going to be through the roof for this game. I think it was a funny stat line that um, Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown are in a Super Bowl, but not with the Steelers. That's kind of funny if you think about it. Two different teams, but that's awesome. (laughs) So uh, I can't wait for the Super Bowl. Can't wait to see where some of these NBA trades go. Can't wait to see what happens with Rodgers and the Packers. That whole storyline. So we covered a lot of good stuff today, and uh, this has been Pass It to Patrick. I'm your host, Patrick Casti. We'll catch you next week. Uh, please subscribe and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all those uh, good sites and uh, platforms. So have a good day, everyone.